Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. And look at that, a familiar face back in the studio. In fact, I don't remember the last time you were in Mary Ellen and for Tim. He took today off, well-deserved day off, and you guys are back together tomorrow morning for the 4th, but we'll have some fun together today. And how's your holiday weekend so far? I know you were traveling to Ohio. I see you're there. You know what? Yeah, and I I was like, I am getting on the road before the birds are even up chirping because I am going to beat Chicago traffic. And thank goodness I did because there's a stretch that kind of takes you around what is supposed to be the downtown busy traffic. It still can get busy on that road because there's a lot of people, even on a normal day, traveling through Chicago. Sure. And I always tell people when they say, well, how long of a drive is it when you go to your parents' house or when you you know go to Alex's? It all will depend on Chicago, but... It takes about eight hours on a good trip with not a lot of bathroom breaks to get here where I am. And so I thought if I hit Chicago with the holiday 4th of July traffic that is supposed to be terrible, yeah, that could add a couple hours. Oof. And I very, you know, you you start into a traffic jam thinking, oh, no, I don't have to go to the bathroom or, oh, no, I don't need gas. And then as you're creeping along and creeping along, you're like, oh, that was a bad decision. <laughs> so I thought if I can get through that. Before the heavy traffic hits, I just have to get up super early. We're up early anyways for the show. Not right. a big deal. But I got up even earlier, had everything packed the night before, and then hit the road. And I have to say, I think it was a good decision because later in the afternoon, when I was on less busy normal strips of road, I could see definitely an uptick in traffic. So if you are doing any traveling today, I think today is supposed to be a decent day for traveling. They said that Friday afternoon was going to be the worst Saturday, second worst, pretty much, you know, through that midday region. Yesterday, not too, too bad. Mm -hmm. But today was supposed to be a good travel day because most people, if they're where their destination happened to be, won't be leaving until at least, you know, tomorrow or maybe even on Wednesday. Right. Well, you definitely, you fell into the more than 50 million people nationwide who travel at least 50 miles from home and over (laughs) 43 million expected to drive to their destination. So props to you because you've made it there. You got there safe. We're so happy to hear that. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Now, do you have big... Fourth of July plans, or did a lot of those happen over the weekend, or do you do your things tomorrow, or what's going oh, on? Oh, we had a nice, we had a nice weekend. It was some work, some play. We were in Prinsburg mm-hmm. on Saturday. They did their festivities. You know, oh, Spicer's nice. got a lot going on yet this weekend, and Morton and Maynard. There's a bunch of things happening in the area. So I'm still continuing on that mix of work and mix of play. We're going to get a little bit of both. And how about you? Uh, growing up, my. Uh, uh, Some of my mom's friends, Tim and Marsha were their names. They always had a huge 4th of July party at their house because where the fireworks were lit from were just like you would sit on their hillside and you could see them. Mm -hmm. Well, then they ended up moving. And so after that, we we kind of, not that we stopped celebrating the 4th of July, but there was no like, oh, every single year we go do this. And to see fireworks, you had to go then either, you know, to a different town or something like that. So then it just was never really a big holiday for my family. However, I'm in Alex's and he lives on a lake where they shoot mm. the fireworks off very, very close. So here's the problem. <laughs> He's, he always says every year, I just, I really never know who's going to stop by or who happens to be there at the beach for the fireworks and then goes, oh, let's stop over and say hello. So he's like, so I have some snack food for us in case Mm -hmm. we get the drop-ins. 
we could get nobody or we could get a ton of people. He's like, I just don't know. Oh. I'm like, I don't do well with the drop-ins. Because if I'm planning something, I like a whole big spread. I like to have little right. labels like, here's what this dip is. Here's <laughs> what that. I'm like, what do you mean we don't know? He's like, well, we may not get anybody. He's like, so I bought some things. And I laughed so hard because oh my gosh, Tim, about a year ago, I think, maybe longer than this, brought up the fact that Londa canned really good diced tomatoes. Yes, yes, yes. And he, do you remember this? Yes. And then he had a recipe, went to the store, bought a can of diced tomatoes. <laughs> she's like, how could you not use my good gourmet diced tomatoes? You bought store diced tomatoes. Yeah. And we had a good laugh. Well, I, I get here and he's bought some dip and some queso, the white queso, the mm. orange, you know, nacho cheese queso. And then I see a jar of store bought salsa mm. sitting there. And I was like, <gasps> how dare he? How dare you? I'm like, <laughs> and I felt like Wanda. I'm like, you are going to, you bought, it was like, I could almost not speak. I said, you bought salsa. And let me tell you, I canned all of my salsa last year by mm -hmm. myself. I had nobody visiting. My mom usually does some dicing. It is a lot of work, right? Yeah. But it's delicious and I would do it. That's why I garden everything. But I said, I was so offended. I said, you bought <laughs> store bought salsa? No, to his defense and i'm like on the fence if i believe it or not he's like well yeah but we don't want to share the good stuff with just you know <laughs> anybody right i'm like mm, do i believe that or did you forget nice. <laughs> we have the good stuff he's like no I, I didn't think you wanted to share with the neighbors and just anybody who drops in i'm like well i'll give you a pass on this one yeah but oh quick thinking there not, alex try to redeem yeah, exactly. yourself there nice job tim burns and laura mckenna the q102 morning show hey todd how's your holiday weekend going have you been doing any grilling or anything uh yeah we did on uh what I think Friday night it was so because everybody's looking for the holiday weekend how to grill this how to grill that right chicken number one search for six states oh. seafood was popular search uh, then they broke it down by state by state of what was the most popular thing being searched and Laura I think I'm pretty safe to say Todd Bergeth would not be searching for what came up as number one for Minnesota oh, how really? to grill asparagus what. <laughs> I know. That was number one? Yes. That's what shows up for Minnesota. Even I've got to be like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what does that tell you, though? People don't grill it all the time. It's not common or they wouldn't have to search it. So maybe that does make oh, sense. Right? Maybe that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But I can pretty much bet that Todd and myself, we will not be searching that. No. Right. No, no. No chance. Not at all. Thanks for starting your day with the Q102 Morning Show. It always sounds good. They're funny. Once again, here at Jim and Laura. Mary Ellen hanging out today for Tim, who is off, but he'll be back with you tomorrow for the 4th. So, Laura, when I was on with you a really long time ago, I want to say January one day, mm -hmm. you know, filling in, we talked about how <laughs> I was kind of embarrassed because at that point, Christmas had already been passed for a month and I had not been able to get my Christmas card over to our neighbor. They live right across the street. Which is Right. The funny part is it's not that you forgot to drop it in the mail. It's going across the country, literally across the street. However, yeah. to your defense, I think you did talk to your neighbor and the neighbor said, don't worry about it. I have a card for you yes. when this snow stops being crazy. Because I think it was like a big snowstorm blizzard that day. And you said, oh, yeah. I could take it over, but mm. I don't even know if I can get to their front door right now to put it in. <laughs> Who wants to go out in this? Well, right? and I blame them because they are travelers. And so they weren't home very much. 
from December mm-hmm. into January. So I didn't have a lot of opportunities to see him. So we laughed about it. I think uh, even on the Q102 Morning Show podcast, then we talked about how she admitted, <laughs> hey, I've got your card, too. In fact, I've got your thank you note for their son's graduation, which had been, you know, months before that. So we were even we. OK, we're good. I said, well, I'll maybe get it to her at some point. Then I kind of forgot about it. I didn't bring it over. And just last night we were getting together with them because they're actually moving. Now they're moving out of the neighborhood, out of the oh, state. No. Yeah. And so then I thought, well, I was going to write him a card for this little get together we had last night. And instead, there it was buried in a pile. <laughs> There is their Christmas card. I thought, this is it. I've got to. It's July. So it truly became Christmas in July. And she knew exactly what it was. Yeah. Right (laughs) when I held up that envelope, first, she might have been thinking, oh, she wrote me some nice sentimental card. And then she looked at me like, oh, this is the Christmas. The the red and the green with the snowflakes on it. Didn't give it away. (laughs) It was a white envelope, you know. But she said, "Uh, don't be mad, but I think I just threw I think I threw yours away, the one that she hadn't given us yet either. I'm like, yeah, no problem. You don't even have to open this at this point. It'll be ridiculous to now be reading this Save it. Note. Save it for five more months and yeah. you can open it in December. Yeah. So look, at I feel so accomplished now. Christmas in July. It yes. only took them moving out of the neighborhood for me to finally... Yeah, I'm going to have to get them up next year. I'll mail it to their new address. It'll all, I'll get it done on time, I promise. I think you shouldn't. Here's the mistake. Your fatal flaw was oh, telling no. them that you still had it. You should have just given it to them now. <laughs> and they go, wow, that Mary Ellen, she is so early. It is, it is only July. And look, we're getting Christmas cards for right? December. So really, you're just thinking ahead. Oh, you're yeah. not behind. You're just really, really getting ahead of the game. I like the way you think. Thank you for giving yeah, me credit yeah. for that. Oh, A good combination of information you need and lightheartedness you need even more. The Q102 Morning Show. So we have a bonus in the kitchen tip for you Ooh. because, of course, it's a holiday week. Nobody's going to know any day this week what day it is. Where are we? Where are we going? Whose picnic is what right. time? And so sometimes those picnics pop up. I said that Alex lives in an interesting area here because they have fireworks on the lake that he lives by. So it's one of those holidays where he doesn't plan a picnic every year, but he'll get the drop-ins. Like, oh, we happen to be, you know, parked down the block, haven't seen anyone in a while, walked over. So he said, I have snacks at the ready in -hmm. case people stop. So we could get a house full of people or we could get nobody. I'm like, I don't like this kind of party planning. (laughs) I like to, and when I'm hosting things, I like to make a whole spread. But you also may get invited to a last minute. Fourth of July picnic or party today or tomorrow and go, oh, God, well, I have to bring something now. And so you want to look real fancy with something. This is even something that you could do, Mary Ellen. And I Ooh. know the kitchen is not your favorite place to be. And that is OK. So you want to do a fancy little red, white and blue treat. Get yourself a couple packages of strawberries. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know how to pick them. You yeah. flip them over, check the bottom, make sure none of them are nasty And not always bigger the better, especially for something like this, because the bigger strawberries in the package you bring, the less obviously there is to go around. So a medium-sized package of of medium strawberries would work really well. Get a couple of those. Okay. Get some white chocolate uh, chocolate chips or the little discs. If you go into the candy section in the store, they'll sometimes do the melting chocolate and dip in discs or bars, or you can get white chocolate chips. It doesn't matter, but you're going to melt those down. And then also go in the like cake aisle, cake and baking aisle. Mm -hmm. And they should have the sugary sprinkles that are blue for sure that you can also get. So you're going to need a package of those, package of the white chocolate chips, and then some strawberries. 
Okay. Here's a tip for you on how to make red, white, and blue dipped strawberries then. You're going to want to wash the strawberries, but leave them on the counter for a little while so that all the moisture comes off of them. Because what will happen is when you dip the strawberry, if there's any moisture left on the strawberry from washing it, which you will want to do, obviously, it's going to cause the white chocolate to not adhere really well right. to the strawberry itself. So wash them, kind of lay them out, make sure that your family stays away because there's going to be little fingers in there going, <laughs> well, they taste one of these to make sure. And you're like, no, wait till they're dipped. And then get a bowl of the blue sugar sprinkles ready, melt your chocolate down. I like to use a double, double boiler. If you don't have one of those, you just want to be careful that your chocolate doesn't burn on the stovetop. You yeah. put it in the microwave. It's that fine line between not melted enough so it's kind of chunky still right. and too melted so then it's like a pasty weirdness. So that may be, you'll get the magic sweet spot and then you want to dip as quickly as possible into the white chocolate, leave a little bit of the strawberry at the top so you're getting that red layer mm-hmm. and then your white layer and then leave a little bit of the white layer when you dip from the chocolate right into the sugar sprinkle and then lay on the counter to dry and then go back into the fridge because if they sit out too long then after, then they start to get a little bit like everything in the summer Mm, when it's humid. Yeah, they get a little bit mushy. So then once that's dry, go back into the fridge until it's time to go to the picnic. Hey, you just did it in the kitchen tip that I could follow. Thank you. You can even do this and it's really good. So again, if... If you know that these are going to be gone soon, you may want to get more than two packages of strawberries, but that should do a small gathering at least to go, oh, look what I made for the party. Starting your day off right is very important, and laughing is a good way to do it. Get a lot of funny talking. Well, Laura, I know you just shared a bonus in the kitchen tip. What do you say I share a gardening tip with you this morning? Did you know I had it in me? You know, I love cooking and I love gardening. No, I did not. Now, do you have a big garden or what? Mm. This is new to me. Yeah, it's new to me, too, because I have nothing to (laughs) (laughs) do. But I thought this could kind of fit as a gardening tip. So graduation weekend, we had family visiting from Colorado, and we live just a couple houses down from my Mm in-laws. And so a little shenanigans started happening where we had been (laughs) updating our bathroom. So we decided, since we were doing the new flooring and all that, let's get a new toilet, too. So we had our old toilet just sitting in our garage. And then my husband and his sisters, my brother-in-laws, they start the idea, hey, why don't we get their parents to go to Wilmer and run an errand? And while they're gone, we'll take the toilet and put it in their backyard and we'll fill it with dirt and some flowers and some herbs and put it in their backyard landscaping. And they'll come back and we'll see how long it takes for them to notice. See, here's the thing. This is what happens when you live close by to in-laws because you told me a story around Christmas time. Some giant inflatables were stolen from one of your relatives' (laughs) yards and put in your yard. And they thought, oh, you have the same inflatable as we do. They didn't even notice it was theirs. (laughs) That's another great story. Yeah, that's my brother. He got a 20-foot inflatable Santa. And my kids, late at night, decided to do a little heist and move the Santa to our house. So when they looked out their window, they saw, yeah, it's quite the thing. Well, okay. So back to the so planter. Well, this planter. So then we're just laughing because they hauled it over on the back of our golf cart. They've got this toilet strapped on there. I got video evidence of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I you was an innocent bystander because I'm a rule follower, remember? So I can't I go along are. with this. I had to just document it all. So I've got pictures. I've got the video. There's evidence. We got my brother-in-law kind of finally admitting on video that it was his idea. So the rest <laughs> of us, we, we weren't in as much heat. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing it looks like either some part. 
parsley or cilantro in the top, maybe some thyme. Yeah. But then in the bowl portion, that was more in the tank, but then in the bowl portion, some really pretty purple patootas, yeah. it looks like. It looks nice, doesn't say, it? I don't know that I'd want to toilet in my front yard, but I, I think in your parents' backyard, this looks, <laughs> this looks surprisingly nice. They still have it there, as far as I know. I haven't Do looked they? recently, but here's the thing. <laughs> now, his sister, she left with her family and went back to Colorado. The other sister lives in the cities, so who do you think is going to end up with his toilet toilet in their yard at some point. I know it's going to be right in the center of your driveway, like a fountain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My father-in-law did say something about, you know, what payback is. And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. So we keep an eye. But that's a gardening tip. If you're also trying to repurpose an old toilet, this is something you could try. It's one way to do it. (laughs) Okay. I better find a picture. I'll share a picture of that repurposing of it in minutes on the Q102 Morning Show Facebook it's Q102, and we're back. That song will always have a special place in my heart because I think I told you when Alex and I got married in Jamaica in, when was that? March. The end of March. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what, March? what month is it? What I probably remember I know. your anniversary better than you do. <laughs> I know. But everywhere, whether we were on the beach, whether we were walking up to one of the beach bars, anywhere, that song just played endlessly in Jamaica at the time. And so I said, that's kind of like our wedding song now. So Mm. it's always going to have a special place in our heart. And we did a lot of snorkeling while we were in Jamaica. It was Alex's first time. I had built it up so much. I said, oh, you're going to love it. It's so relaxing. You just float. You're going to see all these fish. It's like a magical world underneath the sea. (laughs) And then we went, we did that on shore to practice that you know, breathing through the tube and the mask because, you know, it's simple. But if it's your first time, it's weird to go, okay, wait a minute, I can I can breathe and not swallow water. And then we took a boat out on the excursion trip. And apparently we did not realize that if you don't go first thing in the morning, the water is way too choppy. So all that buildup of, oh, it's so relaxing. You just float. Oh, no. <laughs> we were like, whoa, waves crashing into our faces. And I'm like, this is not how this was supposed to go. So we will know to go first thing in the morning on the boat and just offshore for the rest of the day. Because it was real calm, you know, right sure. off the beach. And we saw a lot of great fish. I did not see a stingray. Another couple said, oh, yeah, over by there, you you, you know, we saw some baby stingrays. We did see barracudas, oh. baby size, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, we also saw some puffer fish and the stripy tropical I don't know what their name are, but they were very, very pretty. So it was a great time. However, did you recently, did you see this article recently in Florida? Snorkelers are out in about 10 feet of water right off the coast of Palm Beach. And they came across what they thought looked like a green tubular object Maybe a torpedo in the water. And so they reported it. I guess local officials in the U.S. Navy said that it was probably a military non-explosive training missile, but did not quite confirm that. They did go in, remove it from the sea and dispose of it. But I thought, you know, that's all we needed. Thank goodness we were just seeing fish and aqua life and not like, uh, there's... (laughs) There's something down here you might want to look at. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. Since I've known you, I think you're pretty easygoing. You tend to go with the flow, but you're looking a little bit stressed. Is this because (laughs) I heard you mentioning to Tim last week that Alex had some surprise. He told you not exactly what was going on. So you're a little bit uncomfortable now. I have kind of, I guess, a big deal birthday coming up on Friday, which I mean, whatever. I am. Some people stress out about 40 I kind of, kind of am okay with it, only mm-hmm. because 
Every year I kind of forget how old I am, so I have to do the math. This one will be an easy one to remember. It's a nice round number. (laughs) So I'm not dreading it like some people do. But I also know there's no big party or anything because I am the party planner in this family. So if I didn't plan myself a party, there's no party happening. However, Alex has said when I get into town that he has... A dip, like he has not told me anything that is going on this week. And he said, day of, you will know what we're doing, hmm. but I have surprises for you all week long. And I said, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> because <laughs> We are so opposite on pretty much every single level. And I've known him for a million years. So he knows not to surprise me with things that I would not like to do, obviously. Okay. But I said, you have to understand you're going to be home and at the ready anything you may need. I am also having to pack things to come. So I need to right. know, are we walking a lot? That's going to change my footwear. Are we just going, are we having to be presentable in front of other people? That's going to change my outfit and how much I spend doing my hair. I need to know these things. He said, listen, can you just let it go and let me plan <laughs> surprises for you? And my aunt texted me. She heard us talking on the show. She said, listen, your uncle has never planned a surprise in all of our 40 some years of being married. Aww. She's like, just go with it. Enjoy the fact that your husband wants to do that for you. I thought, okay, I can kind of let it go. But you understand you're a planner. And a lady too. Yeah. Like things depend on what we're doing. So this is hard for me. Yesterday, we were supposed to go to a minor league baseball game and we got rained out. And he was so bummed. He's like, I, I knew you would like that. I had it all planned out. I said, listen, it's okay. We'll chill at home. We did a little movie marathon. It was fine. Mm-hmm. After all the traveling and hoopla last week, I was okay with that. Yeah. Today, I know that some sort of 4th of July festivities are going on. So we may get drop in company, maybe not. But then tomorrow, I have no idea what we're doing after the show. And he, he has he's told me that he's going to take a few hours off of work, which I then say, well, why? I don't do that. Like, we're not doing anything. He said, could you just be surprised <laughs> by what I have planned? I'm like, oh, OK. Let the man try to be romantic know, and spontaneous. It's, just like, it's inside me that I need to, I guess, have some sort of control. Okay. And I can change plans once I know the plans. Whatever happens during the day, I'm easy. Yeah, you're right. I'm easy going. Yeah. But I at least need to know know like some like some level of planning okay but drop your shoulders take a deep breath (sighs) relax you got this and we can't wait to hear all about it q102 morning show we have a very fun video posted on the q102 morning show so i hope you visited that on facebook and i mean let's be honest what else are you doing if you had to go in the office today we know you're not working (laughs) yeah you're figuring out, okay, how many hours until I need to be at the next picnic today? <laughs> but there was a finish the lyric contest. And oh, yeah. you, me, Tim, we did not go far, well, <laughs> I will say. You did better than I did. I didn't even make it out of the first round. You took Tim down in the first round. He was a little bit bent about that because it was I a... I think so. And... I said going in, like, I, I'm a very competitive person when I know that I have skill to do, like, in sports, like, if I knew I could play a sport, I wanted to win and I wanted it to be good. But when I go into a competition or a board game knowing that I'm probably going to stink, I'm fine with losing. I'm not that person that just automatically, ah, I want to win all the time. <laughs> so I knew going in, most of the time I make up my own lyrics. I don't even know if I sing the right ones anyways. That never right. stops me. So I said, this is not going to end well for me. But surprisingly, I did advance at least to the second round. Nice. But then I, it, it was kind of a curveball song. Yours was almost too easy, that second one. Right. I had myself psyched out so much that I thought, well, 
I don't know. I don't want to spoil it when you watch the video, but I thought, well, I don't even know that there are more lyrics other than just the same line repeated again and again and again, which is exactly what the answer was. I overthought it. <laughs> sure. Well, you got to watch the video. We posted this on Friday morning. So if you scroll back, facebook.com slash your morning show, you can see it there. It involves many of the voices you hear in our Lakeland broadcasting mm-hmm. stations. And at one point, two people even serenade. Yeah, well, that was an unexpected surprise yeah, of the video I, I for me. I feel like they are ready for a stage performance yeah. one of these days. Like they're going to Broadway or something. <laughs> but you got to see who claimed the championship of that bracket for our Finish the Lyric contest and see how you would do. See if you could end up singing along and continuing mm-hmm. on. Facebook.com slash Your Morning Show. Watch for that video there. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.